Welcome back to another week of Chill with Phil. I am the titular Phil, joined as always by my less bearded than usual co-host, Mikey. Mikey, how are you? How are you? I'm under protest, but this is but this episode, mm-hmm. the guest brings me to the lowest level of my protest. Oh, well, that's good. I'm happy I'm still, to hear. I'm still there, though. You're still there. I, I understand yeah, that. I, I really need the show to end. But again, yeah, our guest bumps it up. That's fair. Tough news on that front. Uh, our guest last week really drew some buzz and we had a few people volunteer to be on the show. So we got at least a couple more weeks ahead of us. And Mikey is currently frozen. I'm gonna keep going though. Hopefully he'll jump back in uh, to give his thoughts after his favorite section of the week, Phil's thoughts. And I think he's gonna like this week's. So I was reading an article about how there is an entire business, a company now that does experiences at uh, sets from old TV shows. And maybe some of our listeners went to the uh, Central Perk uh, pop-up shop a couple of years back in the city, but this company is fully setting up now different uh, bar locales from different shows, which Co-host Mikey approached me with that idea like six or seven years ago. I friggin' had that idea. And so my thought is, if co-host Mikey approaches you with an entrepreneurial venture, don't just dismiss it out of hand, you know, like you do most other things he does. And, uh, you know, I think in this new world we're in, Phil's thoughts might skew a little more towards that. And uh, onto my favorite section, Mikey's thoughts on Phil's thoughts. I friggin' had that idea. I didn't know that. You didn't send me this. I was saving it for this very live reaction. Right. That's fair. I mean, I agree that if I come to you with a business opportunity, it's usually a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Which is so I guess thought. this week's Phil's thoughts get a 10. Because I'm, but it's only because I'm so great. I'm so smart, SMRT. That's fair. But maybe I'm the smart guy since. But I- yeah, what, what was the idea was that they're like, it's one bar, there are like four different like quadrants or something or whatever it was. And every quadrant is a, is a, is a de- decorated like a different show. Yeah. That was a good idea, man. I, I think it was. I think it was like literally Central Park, Moe's, uh, Cheers. Yeah, Moe's, it was Moe's, I think at the time we were watching Him Yim, so it was probably Him Yim to a degree. Yeah. How I Met Your Mother for- you That know. wouldn't be in there anymore. No, not exactly a classic, it turns out. Um, we, do, then, we do a Seinfeld, we do a Monks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but dang it. I know. Uh, I also have a question for you, Pop. Okay. New section. Mike's Mike's question for Phil. New section. New section. I'm into it. It's going to be very rare, but uh, it is 21 days into January. Yeah. And you, I just want to know, how's your vegetarianism going? Thanks for asking, dude. I was going to say, um, pretty well. I'm still doing it, uh, <laughs> but it it's getting harder every day, not easier. So that feels tough. Um, my wonderful mom, who you know, who refuses to come on the show, 
has really been experimenting with good fish, fish recipes. I'm a, I'm a pescatarian, not a vegetarian, it turns out. Okay, yeah, you, you, right, you're pescatarian. I botched that, like most things on this show, let's be honest. Uh, but so yeah, a lot of fish, a lot of eggs, a lot of pizza, sushi, uh, but I'm, yeah, I miss chicken and meat, yeah. But thank you for checking in. Um, I'll keep everyone posted. Yeah. Uh, quick little announcement. I was hoping that you weren't still doing it. Yeah, that would have been a good gotcha. That, I was trying to, I was trying to gotcha on that question. I'm pretty bummed about it. That's not our style, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we don't gotcha guests. We can gotcha each other. Um, yeah. Well, we're really excited for our guest. Um, he's our first non-continuous two-parter. Uh, but before we get to that, a very quick, exciting announcement. Um, a little surprise for our friend, for my co-host and friend Mikey here. Uh, due to interest, uh, we are now selling official Chill with Phil podcast merch uh, on chillwphil.com. Yep, uh, you can wear your favorite podcast and show off your pride all around. Uh, well, responsibly with the whole pandemic. Uh, we got a tote bag on there and uh, exclusive for our listeners. Uh, if you use code Kyrie MVP, you will get 20% off at checkout. Uh, and so, yeah, go check it out. It's so bad. Uh, oh no. It exists. That's, that's my, Oh concern. no. Yeah. It's a thing. Um, big shout out to our partners, my partners on this Fiverr and Shopify. They're not paying me. Uh, but yeah, check it out. Uh, we're gonna have some drops over the next couple of weeks of new products, uh, limited edition stuff. So hop on it. Anyway, in what world do you think that that's a chill thing to to surprise me with? I mean, every world I've ever been to. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Happy. I hate your friggin' guts. Yeah, no, I love you too, man. It's that dynamic that keeps good listeners listener coming back. Uh, all right. We have kept our guest waiting on ice for long enough, I think. Uh, I'm not sure he needs a new intro. He's still my dad, an important role in what he does well. Mikey, anything you want to say? I'm, I'm still baffled. Yeah, that's fair. Mikey's scrolling through the site, which is confusing because if I recall, and I do recall because I designed it, it's only three products, but. In what world do we sell a tote bag? Uh, I read a Wall Street Journal article about how someone was using this cool tote bag from a basketball podcast. And also episode 21, Alexandra wanted a tote bag. And, uh, you know, it was really easy to design. I don't think tote bags are that good for the environment. You're calling me on the eco-friendly and I thought you might. I think it's like if it replaces a plastic bag enough times, it's good. But I hear you. But and that amount of times is like unreasonable. Yeah, and I did not pay up for the, you know, biodegradable eco one. This is, this is going to yeah. <laughs> the, the amount of times that you're supposed to re reuse it, so it's good chill for a plastic bag, is like, it, you're going to die before then. Well, this show will never die. And on that note, uh, hopefully our guest is still there. Dad? Oh, this is just like when I wanted to have a catch when I was a kid. Yep. Oh, there he Hello. is. Ladies and gentlemen, my dad, Saul, as co-host Mikey will refer to him, is back for a second episode after a smash success in October. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, no, we're honored. Um, 
Mikey's in a bit of a state. What were you guys talking about, man? That was kind of a, what, what, was, what was that? Why is Mikey bummed also? I uh, went behind my back to sell merch. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, just, that doesn't seem that unbelievably bum worthy. He's not even going to cut me in. As Al says, he's very- Oh, that's cute. interesting. All right. Well, oh. that's, that's a little disappointing, but interesting. Uh, have you sold any yet? Yes, I sold one tote bag. Um, it keeps cutting I, out for some reason. Have you guys sold any merchandise yet? Nobody hears me. I do. I just, I just don't know the answer to it. I assume oh. it's no. What's with, but... what's with Pop? He's the one selling it. Can you guys know, hear me? But, but he, I think your internet in, in the room that he's in ain't, ain't too hot. Yeah, in Bizarro World. <laughs> this is really gonna play well. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Sorry about and that. Now... Yes. Our internet is not. What was that? Our internet is just dog shit. Sorry for the oh. language. So get, get, uh, get, um, you say mesh network? Yeah, why don't you get one of the mesh networks? Uh, Mom, if you're listening, and I'm pretty sure you are, yeah. Uh, we, we sold one tote bag. Um, thank you, Dad, for the note. Get it together. Yes. Uh, to be clear, I will not be cutting Mikey in on anything because we are selling below cost. Uh, Can I see it? Where, where, is, where is this merchandise? Did you uh, just, we just lose you? I'm back. Oh, there you are. Where is this stuff? Uh, chillwfill.com. Promotional code Kyrie MVP, all caps. That was Mikey's idea. I'll go to it uh, later. Yes, thank it's you. It's very enterprising. I like it. Yeah. All right. Uh, we had a long intro, and we want to make sure our guests uh, get their get their money's worth, not that they pay. So, should we dive in? Yep. All right. Our traditional first question asks our guests for their favorite moment, but we've already done that with you. Our proudest moment. Excuse me. So as a first question, I'm curious, what is your proudest moment since we last spoke to you in October? Gaining 20 pounds in a house with no snacks in it. <laughs> I'm not sure that, uh, I don't know, anyone else could have done it much less. Fair, <laughs> Fair um, enough. Yeah, um, it wasn't easy, but no, I kept focused and you, yeah, here we are. You you worked for it. You've, you've been going to shop, right? Which is new. Yes, but that was for yogurts. That's not what. Uh, but anyway, that was. Uh, it did make me uh, very proud. That's that's good. Um, yeah. No, the other thing that was uh, watching uh, the uh, beautiful celebration that my kids gave to their mom on the occasion of her birthday. We had a, a really lengthy, beautiful birthday celebration, three or four days, and it was wow. cool. Boys oh. cooked up some food, and um, then we had some kind of a little party for her at midnight, and then on, which was Sunday. Then on Monday, we got on the Isaac's show and played some tunes for her. Um, I played a tune myself, I Want to Be Your Boyfriend, which I'm available to sing at the end of this if you want. Um, but um, if, if we have time, I, I don't know. All right, I hear you. Maybe we'll go to Bed Bath Beyond. I don't know. Um, all right. All right. On. So I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this because all your sons are pretty big turds. So uh, did you want to have a daughter? Did I want to have a daughter? Uh, yeah. Who wouldn't? That's kind of an unbelievable question. Who? Who? You know, I I know actually some friends of mine who have no use for women, wink wink, might not want to have daughters. But there's only two 
sex as you could have, so sure. Definitely what I, I would like to add a daughter. All right. Um, you know, that's, I think, a good segue to our, my next question. Uh, so last time you were on this show, similarly to what I think just happened, you, some might say, besmirched members of co-host Mikey's family. And I don't know if you've listened over the past few weeks, but our family has taken some besmirching as well. What was and, the nature of this besmirching? Yeah, and you know, I, I am loyal to our family above everything besides this podcast. And so as host of the podcast, right. I, could, I couldn't push back, but you can. So two weeks ago, uh, when we had Alexandra on, uh, Mikey mentioned that we're a bit of a negative bunch. And last week, uh, I guess Matthew, Matt, mentioned that you somehow ended up with the best Nets games in a split season ticket package in 2003. Um, and I'm just curious if you want to address either of those accusations. All right, let me, uh, let me address those in the reverse order. <clears throat> yeah. When we split season's tickets with Kenny, um, he only came alive during timeouts when he urged both his kids to go out into the aisles and get those $1.85 t-shirts so that they could all get them and all that. I, I don't remember taking the best games, but if, uh, if that's what was said, but it was, uh, it was a pleasure. As far as the negativity, I actually heard from one person who was threatening to slit his throat over the nets getting hardened this week. And one of my boys, not Poppy, mentioned that that person was like an MIT, which in this case is not the very, very well thought of university but is in fact a Mushnik in training. Phil Mushnik, be, Mushnik being the, sounds like some kind of Irish racist columnist in the post, but he, he is in fact a, a Jewish person. But um, I was not the one who uh, could not uh, expand my worldview to someone outside the way I thought the games would be played. No, I don't think we're negative at all. I think we're, um, we call it the way we see it, which includes not just staying polite for the frail egos of all involved, that's how people become men, not larger sized children. Anything else? Um, oh. Yeah, I think I think that Pop. The, the reason I said it was because because Phil said that that Alexandra has made him more optimistic. So that it was that's the reason I said it. Oh, yeah. so the knife should go into Phil's back. Yeah, no, I will do that later in private. But um, rest assured, I have said knife. Um, <laughs> All right. Nah, you know what? It's you have to be optimistic in life, otherwise there's no reason to actually be in it. And when sometimes when we watch games, uh, you know, a negative uh, comment is heard. But watching games is not real life. You got to be optimistic because the world's tough enough if you're not. Because you have to wake up every morning thinking that the next day is going to be better. And that's certainly how I'm looking forward to tomorrow at this point. Amen. I hear you. Yeah. All right. Besmirchments addressed. Moving on. Um, all right. So if you could add, remove, or change one rule on a sport, what would it be? Actually, well, my kids don't know this, but I'm, I actually am a fan of cricket. And I don't what's, like in cricket. What's your favorite test of all time? I don't. Um, my favorite test of all time? Yeah. Actually, was in high school when I got an eight. And the teacher said to me that 
he was going to give me a 12 so he wouldn't confuse it with a quiz, which I think I mentioned last time I was on here. But if you met my favorite cricket to test. A, to a cricket test. But I understand. Match is called? Um, yeah. Actually, my, um, what was the question? My change of rule. Yeah, I don't like in basketball the uh, whole thing with offensive fouls. And I like it even less in college basketball because it just, I don't know. I think it's a crappy rule. They got to rethink it. I don't think maybe it should be a personal foul. You know, people try and they drive and they make all these moves and some stiff, you know, from let's say Flatbush runs in front of the guy and with no particular skill and gets a foul called on that guy. I, I don't like it. I don't think that's in the spirit of the game. Yeah, I think a more positive person might have used the option of adding a rule, but you know, that's fair. Uh, I, I agree with that, but I will also say that, I mean, you're a Merc and you don't really play defense. So I guess that doesn't really register that that's a good, that that's a good rule. I, I understand that makes sense. I hear you, I hear you. <laughs> Um, well, keeping the positive vibes going, what's your least favorite place that you've ever vacationed? Guadalupe. Right. Where is that for our uninformed? Guadalupe. It's like an island okay. to the southeast of this country. Just didn't dig it? Uh, didn't dig saying? it? No, uh, but uh, what is this, 2021? Sometime around 2040, 2042, I'll explain to you why. But I think you knew that already. Uh, we look forward to having you back on the show then. Yeah, exactly. I think a more positive family would ask, what's the best place you've ever uh, visited? I'm I just, hear that. I hear that. Our ring. Exactly. <laughs> uh, hey, so, you know, I'm going to change this question because, again, it's too negative. So, Sal, what's the best part about going to MTA? The best part about going to MTA? Graduating. Oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Very positive. Come on, man. Uh, that's a, that was an easy one. Fair enough. All right. Well, another uh, standard question that we have to twist a little. Uh, last time you were on this show, uh, starring, some might say, mom wouldn't, but some might, uh, I asked you if you could put a quote on a billboard for the whole world to see, what would it be? You responded, uh, the whole world is watching. Now right. we find ourselves, uh, yeah, three short months later. What would you put on that billboard now? Well, obviously in these three months since I've been on the show, tremendously great things have happened, but I would still look back and I would put on did I hear you say my country right or wrong? Care to elaborate? The idea of my country right or wrong is um, what gets people like sort of tied up in knots that they, they're not critical and they're not analytical about what their country really is doing. And the quote from a song, did I hear you say my country right or wrong? Um, I just think it's, especially these days, it's important to be focused on the reality in our country, not the lies and how we'd like it to be or how it's been, but going forward positively and, yeah, you know. All right. Going a more cryptic route. I dig it. Um, all right, Mikey, I say we skip to the last question. Holy shit, am I being rushed off? We only have seven minutes left, and I want to get to 
our speed round. But uh, the last question, and this is by fan request, is for a story that encapsulates New York City in the 70s. Um, New York City in the 70s? Well, I, this might be a story I told some of the kids, but not all of them. Um, I spent a lot of the 70s, especially after 1975, downtown, going to clubs, playing music, watching music, hearing music. And New York in the 70s was, was much more different than I, I would have imagined having lived through it, but that's how history develops. But we went to a club called Irving Plaza and um, it wasn't even the, by far the seediest of the clubs. It was really a pretty nice club, it's still open. And I went with a friend of mine, Frank, who I think is an uncle of uh, Mikey's, although I've actually been with him at certain places where he doesn't cop to it. But um, so we went to Irving Plaza and we went into the bathroom. So I guess it's weird that we went together, but what the hell, we, we were there, it was just the two of us. So I guess one of us said, I'm gonna go. So we went, both went and- Both dumps, right? Huh? Both dumps. And I think that might be the point where you guys should totally rethink this. But um, so we went to the bathroom and we saw, um, our, I think it was the guy we were there to see, Johnny Thunders, who was a guitar player. And he was at the urinal, a urinal there. And there were two girls with him, both of them on their knees on each side of him, uh, helping him or not helping him maybe. And I, I, I'm still, I mean, I was young then, but even then, I don't know what two girls would have done. But in the middle of all this, he looked up at us and said, hey, you guys want to buy some lewds? And I, I still think highly of Frank and myself that day for having enough sense to say no, not to buy lewds from some junkie rock star getting a double BJ at a urinal. Um, we, we were not out of control. That was... Um, that was the 70s in one way. Another example of the New York in the 70s, um, we used to go to, a, when the nights were over, when we were done with these clubs, there was a place on like Third Avenue, about 20th Street called the Nursery. It didn't open till four o'clock. And it was the first place we ever saw that had a uh, metal detector. You had to pass through a metal detector and we had never seen it before. We weren't that adult though to realize that going through a metal detector there meant that they were looking for this stuff. And we'd go in there and the music was phenomenal, but it was really the kind of place you didn't want to look at anybody in the eye. You didn't want to give anyone a chance to say, hey, hello, or hey, you want something? Or hey, what are you looking at? And it was just like, a, it was a exercise in keeping your head down and moving like it was on a swivel. Um, Wait, what type of crowd was at the nursery that like wasn't at Irving Plaza? Well, this was at four in the morning. So it was all the people who were done working by four in the morning and they could lay their hair down. Uh, and those were the people who were working, you know, overnight in the city. And um, I guess I remember it being more, more, not that much, but maybe like two thirds, one thirds women and the men were all scary. Um, okay. Wow. And um, we used to walk out of there like 7 30, 8 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday morning. It was, um, 
I just remember we'd leave there and we wouldn't even talk about it, look at each other, say, yo, man, I'll speak to you later on in the week because the shit that went on in there was, was, um, was hard to describe. But that, that was New York in the 70s quite a bit for us. Wow, very cool. Dad, thank you very much for joining us again. We're going to hop right. to the speed round where you give us your quick answer thoughts. All right. All right, kicking it off. What is your favorite song by The Shake? Yeah, good question, man. Uh, I guess I always liked Dying Ain't the End of the World because that's what my mother used to say, except she didn't say ain't. She'd say dying isn't the end of the world. Nice. Uh, Goodfellas or Godfather? What? Goodfellas or Godfather? <laughs> Goodfellas or Godfather? What was Goodfellas? That movie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The one we've watched together multiple times. Yeah. No, I'm just wondering if it was. Uh... Not the pizza. Place. I guess the God. I guess Godfather. Oh, all right. Um, related to something we talked about earlier, is Kyrie a net positive for the Nets? Man, that is. As you know, very, very too early to see. All I'm going to say is the two games that they played with Harden without him, it really it couldn't have gone better. And hopefully they'll work him into the mix a lot. But, you know, no team's ever had two such ball-dominant guards like that. No team. And as I told either Pop or Sammy, like when the Knicks had Frazier and they got Monroe, Monroe – quickly and easily took the secondary role and they won a championship with that. And let's see if Kyrie can do that because um, yeah. you know, Harden is better than him. Right. He just, I, he is. Yeah, I agree with Mikey. Kyrie's awesome. All right, last one. Mikey. Um, all right, uh, just updated stats. Last time we asked who's your least favorite son, I think everybody just wants an update after the last three months. What was my answer last time? Uh, I think it switched between it was a tie. Sammy. Yeah, yeah. Between what? Pop and Sammy were, were the two living with you, so they're the yeah. two on the bottom. I mean, this is not going to be a popular choice, <laughs> but I'm going to go with Manfred. <laughs> That's well, fair. The son I had with this chick I knew in the early 80s before I met Sharon. Yeah.